Welcome to Millennial Money Minutes, where we tackle tough personal finance topics in five minutes or less. With your host, Grant from MillennialMoney.com and Matt from DistilledDollar.com. Hey everyone, today we're going to talk about the best money books that we've come across. Uh, Grant and I, between the two of us, we've read hundreds of books on personal finance, investing, savings, frugality, you, you know, you name it. Um, and after reviewing and, you know, just skimming even probably hundreds of more books, you know, you sort of see a theme in a lot of these where there's maybe one or two golden nuggets, you know, buried away in 200 pages. So um, after kind of reading a couple of these, you start to notice that usually the first couple reveal a lot of the biggest changes early on. So for me, the biggest book that I read early on was uh, The Millionaire Next Door, and that introduced a lot of things like tax op- optimization, um, frugality being you know defense in the long run for reaching financial independence. Um, so I think books have a, a large power, and I think for us, that's just one book, uh, and I, we're going to kind of share a couple more books that we've learned from over the years. Yeah, I think the best investing book that I've ever read is actually The Coffee House Investor. Um, so it's basically... Uh, AKA the, the lazy portfolio. Um, it's just, I read it and it was the first book that I ever read that was like, there's a way that you can set up your investments where you literally only have to look at them a few, maybe 30 minutes a year and you're going to get um, <clears throat> massive benefits. So um, it's a variation on index fund investing with honestly a little bit more di- diversification uh, built in. Um, the Coffee House Investor, it's a short read too. You can read it in like an hour or two. Um, and I strongly recommend it um, if you want somewhat of a hands-off investing strategy uh, where you're going to get significant uh, significant upside. Uh, if you're looking for more of a hands-on investing uh, book, I'd recommend um, diving into Common Sense on, um, on Index Funds by uh, Jack Bogle. Uh, for a lot of people out there, I know you know when you first hear about investing, you want to go pick Amazon or Starbucks or you know that that hot stock that you heard about. Um, but this book basically breaks down what in, uh, index investing is and how you kind of get an opportunity to gain an exposure to the large U.S. market altogether, or you know whether it be the world um, economy by buying a slice of every stock in the world, um, and it's just this different approach to investing where you gain a small slice of the whole pie. So. I'd recommend, you know, if you're if you're starting off your investing journey, I'd recommend that book. Um, and it shows you that index investing beats a lot of active managers over the long haul. And it's, it's probably one of the best first places to put your money. And I'd actually disagree slightly. I've read a number of Jack Bogle's books, but I think that there are people that write uh, better about Jack Bogle's philosophy than the man himself. Uh, and I'd actually re- recommend the Bogle uh, Head's Guide uh, to Investing, which is a group of... Uh, investors who follow Jack Bogle's philosophy, but they've expounded on it a little bit more. Um, and I think that the uh, Boglehead's Guide to Investing is a little bit more comprehensive than the work by the uh, the man himself. Um, and then, you know, I can't not mention uh, Your Money or Your Life uh, by Vicki uh, Robin and, and Joe Dominguez. Um, that was the first personal finance book I ever read, and it was transformational. Um, it's more of a philosophy book than a money book. Um, and I really think, you know, there's two sides to the coin. Uh, you know, there's money um, and then there's life, right? And then, you know, I think that whenever you're dealing with money, you really have to deal with the the psychological and the emotional elements in addition to the optimization. And so make sure that you read a few books. Another one is The Philosophy of Money, <laughs> um, now. which is a huge one. But uh, make sure that you um, don't just read one. 
Yeah, tying into uh, more of like that, you know, your outlook on life. Another great book that tied together, again, philosophy and money for me was The Richest Man in Babylon. It's an old school book. It's kind of written back, I think, early 1900s. And it sort of portrays like a, uh, like a made up story about a few people in Babylon back in the day. And they talk about how they're unable to make money. And it starts off um, about their, their mutual friend that is the richest man in Babylon. And they sort of seek him out and he gives all these great like little nuggets and golden stories that are, I think for starting off with learning about money, that they were really helpful. The biggest one I took away from that book was a piece of all I earn is mine to keep. And it might sound like, yeah, of course, everything's you know mine. But if you really think about our paychecks, so much is going out the door already. So, you know, start to car- carve off that piece that's going to pay yourself first. So I hope this was helpful and we'll chat with you soon. Thanks for listening to Millennial Money Minutes. If you liked this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe. If you want us to cover a specific topic, use hashtag Millennial Money on Twitter or visit millennialmoneyminutes.com.